first episode of Cut to the Chase podcast. I'm Ree. I'm Joe. I'm Dre. And last but not least, I'm Sierra. And this is our first episode. Um, inserts clappy hands. Um, so we're here to talk about basic, you know, life topics, and we're basically going to give you our viewpoints on them, um, any and everything on different levels. So I'm not going keep talking I'm gonna cut to the chase so with that being said we're gonna have our first question all right first question is can you date someone that is emotionally unavailable no I mean, <laughs> straight to the point no you could you be wasting your time why is it that because if like you're trying to date you want to have it go longer than like a month or two so if they're not emotionally attached or they're probably focused somewhere else if they're not attached to you they're attached somewhere else it's just wasting time you might as well just be fuck buddies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree. Like, you can, I can be fuck buddies with you. You know what I'm saying? But I need you to be, like, if I want you to, if I want to take it with you to that next level, I need you to be emotionally there with me. You know what I'm saying? But if we just kicking it, we just fucking, then by all means, disconnect yourself from me. Just let this be what it is. And we don't got to further this situation. You feel me? So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because imagine, like, if you, like, emotionally invested and then you basically figure out that this person is, like, not attached to you in no way, shape, or form. Like, you kind of just around occupying their space. It's hyping like you're wasting your time. For real, if you're not available to be emotionally involved with me, then I feel like I probably shouldn't even be involved with you from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about it, I mean, even if it is just sex, the act of sex requires emotion so if you not even there with me when it comes to that then it's kind of like i shouldn't even probably be really involved with you for but you don't want nobody too like i know me i don't want nobody too emotional <laughs> once we get to that point like i don't need you too emotional to the point where it's like all right you're dry yeah yeah like facts like relax like you're doing you're doing too much like you're giving me more than i asked for you know what i'm saying so that's how i feel about it but, I couldn't do it. What you mean? Because I'm a bland nigga kind of too, so I couldn't do it. So, so you saying you the unemotional? No, no, I could be emotional though. I adapt to all my environment, so I'm good. <laughs> adapt as in if she overly emotional, you overly emotional too? Oh hell no, no, that's the worst thing. I was about to ask y'all that. Uh, what about the opposite? Could you date somebody who's too emotional? Mm, that's a good mm. Or emotionally dependent? Okay, so I'm gonna say no, only because. If we dating and we not in a relationship, I gotta wanna like you. Like I gotta want I have to like you in order to be around you, basically. So it's kinda like when I'm around you, I don't want you to be like doing too much. Cause I feel like that's kinda making me go like me, like it's like I kinda want the chase. I want you to kinda like match my energy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Don't feel like you gotta go above and beyond because I feel like in that instance it's really only making me be like, well, like, I don't know, like, uncomfortable. I'm still trying to get to know you. Like, we dating and you, like, coming off all strong and shit. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know. What if I'm not ready for that? All of that strong shit you're trying to bring me. What if I'm just trying to ease into it and you coming over here, like, as a, <sighs> as a dude, as a dude, we can't, like, back to you. Like, we can't, as a, like, as a man, I can't be, even if we do try to get to that level, I can't, I still can't be too emotional with you. No. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I can't, I can't display all my emotions, you know what I'm saying, at one time, because one, as a man, you gotta, we have to keep up a certain stigma, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, so you don't want to overbear the woman with your issues, or the case may be, and two, it's just, it don't look right, 
Like you look, you know what I'm saying? You look sus just doing too much. You know what I'm saying? The guy, the guy I was talking to before I got in a relationship was extremely oversensitive. Mm. And the reason I don't like that is because it makes me have to adjust myself and it makes me feel like I'm being somebody that I'm not usually, like, I am not usually am, especially if I'm talking to you so fast and you're giving me all of this so fast. Yeah. So it's like, um, I'm just adjusting and I don't like that. But it's scary if you saying, like, guys don't give all their emotions and he gave me so much emotion by only knowing him, like, for three months. Mm-hmm. I'm scared to get to, to know him forever. So. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, 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 I got a segue question off of that question. So then, you know, like you've seen on Instagram and they were saying like, do you think that you have to, as a male, do you think the relationship works more if you like the girl more than she likes you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you think that a relationship only works if you're the one that likes her more than she likes you? Yeah. I know from personal experience, like, if me as a man, if I don't like you, if I don't like you too much, if I don't like you the way on the same level that you like me, then we're not going, oh, how can I put it? If I like you less than you like me, now you're a turn off to me because now I feel like you're pressing down too much. You know what I'm saying? As a man, we want to chase. You know what I'm saying? No matter what aspect, even if you're in your relationship already, you still want some sort of a chase. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I have to, I gotta like this a little tad bit more Mm -hmm. than you like me. You know what I'm saying? So that I can still get that chase, Mm -hmm. but I can still know that my feelings towards you are, you know what I'm saying? What's the word I'm looking for? Like replicated or reciprocated? Reciprocated. Reciprocated. The feelings is reciprocated. You feel me? So that's how I feel about it. I agree. I'm agree with him. He right. You do. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely yeah. It has to me. be that because I feel like if we're the ones, first of all, I feel like in relationships, like it, it takes a lot on both ends. But it's like if we're the ones that's overdoing it, y'all are more likely to shut the fuck down and be like done with it. Like you're doing too much. Like you blowing up my phone trying to figure out where I'm at. Like. If she's like overly doing it, it's kind of like, mm. it's like, okay. But when she kind of like give you like the cold shoulder, y'all like that shit for some reason. Mm-hmm. But see, your man was wilding with the being overly emotional. Like, I was just, he was, that's, that's, that's a lot. Like as a man, you can't, you can't do that. You can't be, you can't bombard the female. What's your feeling? The same go the other way too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's more accepted though. You know what I'm saying? It's more like accepted if a woman is like not me. I'm about to say Dre, Dre wrote his eyes and everything. He got he got some rebuttal. No, what you no. mean? Like it's express yourself. I can't have somebody too emotionally reliant on me and just too emotional. Like I learned that from my last situation, so I can't do it. Well, what do you she mean like too emotional? Like elaborate. Like I give 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 the chases an example. Like what do you mean? Uh, we can say that for another episode, man. All right, so I'm gonna bring up the next question. Uh, how has your upbringing affected your adulthood? Mm. I didn't expect that question. Mine has affected my upbringing just because I expect, I expect a thousand out of people. I expect like a complete person to already know, like come to me with your full stats. Like you must, you must be on your shit. Like you have to have certain things, you have to have, you have to come on a certain level. So, 
But that's just how I was raised. And I mean, that's good to some point, to some standards, but mm. not necessarily good at all the time. Yeah, I will comment on that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I can definitely see how if you have like high standards, sometimes you will think that people aren't worthy of receiving or requiring like your attention. So then you might, you know, honestly, you might be missing out on your blessings. You might be blocking your blessings because mm-hmm. you're thinking too much into it. Um, I mean, me personally, like my upbringing, I, can, I, I grew up in a two-family household and my parents were together. So it affected me in, uh, I guess you could say, like a, a, it depends on how you look at it, like a positive, in a positive way. I say a positive way because I, positive or negative, it's like sometimes I, I look for or I used to look for that relationship that my parents had and I was trying to mimic how their relationship was and not understanding that everyone's relationship is different you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying so what what worked for them for 25 plus years mm-hmm. is great for them but I can I can take little bits of what I've learned from them and incorporate that into my own relationship and add on to what makes me and my partner work. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So earlier in my years, I was trying to like, okay, it needs to be like this, it needs to be mm-hmm. like that, it needs to be like this because that's how they did it and they're successful with that relationship. Not understanding that everybody's relationship is not going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? And as a as a child and a parent. I'm pretty like I know with my future kids, I'm not gonna show them everything behind mm-hmm. the, the door. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna let them see the bad. Uh-huh. They're just gonna see the good. Okay. I personally don't know everything with, with that with my parents or anything like that. I just know what I see, and I see that they have a happy relationship, mm-hmm. and that's what I was aiming for, trying to pinpoint everything to be like them. And I know okay. I know not to do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. it works for them, but it may not work for me. So what I will say is, uh, coming from a broken home, I would have to say that it made me want to be able to give my kids the life I never experienced. Um, Where you have, for example, some of y'all might have memories of having both parents, like around for anything, cooking, maybe y'all went to a picnic, maybe y'all went and like did something. Any of those memories my parents have was when I couldn't remember it. If that was, you know, what it was. By the time I was of age and had memory, I don't have any, like, specific memory to tie both of them together other than, like, birthdays or graduations, like, a, even just, like, a regular outing. So, what I will say is, is that in not having those memories, it's kind of made me want to cherish and make my own memories with my family. Because I feel like it's a lot of things that I wish that my parents would have done with me, like, even with something as small as, like, a tradition like a Christmas tradition or something like that. Like, now I got my own traditions. I want, I want to take pictures. I want to do this. I want to do that. So I think it's kind of like not having that made me yearn and made me want for that type of family tie and that type of family thing because I didn't have it. Um, so I think, I mean, it's good to an extent because I want to be able to, you know, give my kids better than what I had. But I think it's probably like, also could be a negative too um because in that same instance am i striving too hard for perfection because i didn't i don't really have anything to like you said mimic 
or anything close to it? Am I trying to strive too close for perfection or am I just going into it with the intent of it, you know, flourishing how it's going to flourish? So, I mean, I feel like it could kind of go either way. Because when you and your mindset, because me and my sister were raised in the same household, um, like, we were both with my mother and our fathers were, you know, in d different households. Mm -hmm. um, and I am one way and my sister's complete, completely the other way. So, even though we was raised in the same household, like, it just feels like all right, so we're going to get into our next segment, which is I should have stayed my ass at home. <laughs> Definitely stayed my ass at home. Okay. Joe? Oh, I should have stayed my ass at home. So this story is like, it's different. So this is the best backtrack. This had to be about 20, I say about 2013, right before I went to college. Okay. Um, like that summer or that, whatever you want to call it, right before I went to college. Uh... We was cooling. My man's hit me up. I'm a, my man's Darren hit me up. He said, yo, bro, let's go to a party in Amityville. I'm from, I live, well, I live in Winnish. Winnish is an area on Long Island. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. Mm -hmm. A little backtrack. Amityville, Winnish had like a the town's beef. Like they didn't really jack each other mm -hmm. like that. So. We, you know what I'm saying? She like, let's go to Amityville's a party. He's going to be mad. Show these there. Ah, ah. So I'm like, I bet we're going to go. We get up with the, with the bros. It's me, a few other bros, all that. One of the bros, he like, he mixy. Like, he always in the mix. He always got beef with, you know what I'm saying? Other dudes. You know what I'm saying? So he like, yo, I'm, I'm rolling with y'all. Like, I'm going to ride out with y'all. I should have stayed my ass at home <laughs> at that moment because when we was younger, he used to always ride with us. But as we got older, you know, we get older, dudes start getting involved in other stuff, you know what I'm saying? And it get a little crazy. So I'm like, I bet. So I'm driving. We pick up two shorties with us and we, do, we, like, we go like two cars deep. Get to the party. And some dudes outside, so we're walking up, some dudes outside, they're like, they see us, they see the shorties, they see my mans who got beef with everybody. So like, oh, is that such and such? Hey, it was such and such, it was good. Like, what's, what's popping? Like, what's good? Like, so I'm like, oh my gosh, son, like, we about to... We just got here. We, just, we, we ain't even in here yet. Like we, <laughs> we, we not even to the house yet. We on the sidewalk. So I'm like, alright, yo. You know what I'm saying? So we get inside. Party, the party cool. But at that point of what happened, I gotta keep my eye out around like what's going on because they just pop. They just low key popped outside. So I'm looking at the man's in the, in, the, in the party, like seeing where they at. I hear, fast forward, I hear some ruckus. I hear the same thing I was hearing outside. I'm now hearing it inside. So, they're saying, they talk, but they're talking to my man. So, they're like, it was good. So, now I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I came, I came my man, so now we're about to see what's good. So, yeah, so we going, so, you know what I'm saying? We going back and forth, me, Darren, my other mans, and the man, so I be, we all going back and forth. So, like, they're like, yo, come outside. So, what we do? Go outside. You, go outside. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the shorties that was with us, they like, nah, nah, nah. Like, y'all ain't got to do this. Mm -mm. So I'm looking around very observant. You feel me? I'm looking around. It's four of us, four dudes, two girls, no cat. It was like 
12 of them. So I'm yeah. like, alright, you know what I'm saying? I'm not good with math, but 4 and 12 don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? That, you know what I'm saying? That, that's, a, that's a real ass with me. Because two girls don't count. Yeah, but yeah. Two, you can't count. But I'm like, you know what? We're about to just, you know what I'm saying? We're about to go. We're about to, you know what I'm saying? Get popping. So, a man, he walking to the car. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking he walk into the car for, you know what I'm saying, the burner or something. He walk into the car to take off. Without y'all. No, no. To, like, he walk into the car to take off, like, his jewelry and shit. Oh. So, he getting, he, he take off his jewelry while they still popping. And I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm going back and forth with the dudes. You know what I'm saying? I'm going back and forth. And all I hear is, all the shorties go, oh, my God, he got a gun. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm like, I look. It's the impersonation. <laughs> oh my God, he got a guy on escape So I look, and he's pulling the shit out, you know what I'm saying? He's pulling the burner out of his, you know what I'm saying, pants or whatever. Somehow the girl already had my keys to the car, and the car was started. Nigga, I jumped in the car, everybody jumped in the car, and nigga swerve off. Doors open to the car and all that. So then they getting so fast forward, they get in the car and they ch and they chasing us. Oh pass. Is your mixy man in the car? The oh mans? shit, you right. Read all the story. So my man's back from my man's who beef it was. We look around before the burner was pulled out. He's nowhere to be found. <laughs> like, he's not there no. at all. He's nowhere to be found. So, now it's 3 and 12. It's 3 and 1 <laughs> and 12. Because he got low. <laughs> and then that's when they pulled out the burner. So, <laughs> at this point, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, nah, I'm not dying for you. So, I can't, so we, we hop in the car and niggas just speed off. Like, I don't, the doors of the car was open, all that. The speed off. My, mind you, I'm driving my parents' Nissan Ultima. Oh, you know my what I'm saying? God. That shit don't pick up. So now we going. Boom. We going. And we were on the highway, but then it's like 2 in the morning, so the highway's dumb empty, you feel me? All I see is them and us. My, I'm going like 115, you know what I'm saying, on the highway. So I'm dipping, I'm dipping lanes, and something just tell me to stop the car. I stopped the car, and when I stopped, like, I stopped the car in the middle of the highway. When I stopped the car in the middle of the highway, the nigga, they drove by fast, because they didn't know I was going to stop. And we drove by fast, nigga, hand was out the window. So when that happened, I was like, oh nah. I I put the car in reverse on the highway and got <laughs> off on the next exit. You know what I'm saying? I got off on the exit that we just passed. Got off. I'm now we back in the now we back in the towns. Now we back in Winage. I'm dipping, you know what I'm saying? I'm dipping. I'm like, nah, I can't go home because it was just chasing us. Now if they chase us, they gonna pull up to the crib. <laughs> and that's mass static, you know what I'm saying? That's unnecessary. Nevertheless, you know what I'm saying? I should have stayed my ass at home. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have. I knew my man's was, you know what I'm saying? He he, he a good dude, but he, he got He be wildin'. He be wildin'. And, oh yeah, and we definitely, me and him, definitely should meet him and feel my other man shot the fair one after that for him. For him leaving. Like, you know what I'm saying? He got low on us. For his <laughs> it's beef. your beef. It's yeah. your beef. They shit so in my that, car for your beef. That next day, that next day we pulled up at his crib, you know what I'm saying? We shot the fair one. You know what I'm saying? But and I, went, I took my ass back home. There you go. You should have stayed your ass at home. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's traumatic. You know what I'm saying? Almost died.
Nah, but we was really on the highway, and like I was speeding, bro. I was going like 150. Nah, I was like 140. And I seen, and somebody told me, Joe, stop the car, like going 150, just press the brakes. I pressed the brakes, it stopped. They sped up, and when they sped up, they almost out the window. You know what I'm saying? Told him to burn. It's gonna. Tell him. But now I'm thinking back, he wasn't gonna shoot. He wasn't gonna shoot. If he was gonna shoot, he would have shot. He had ample amount of time. He had ample amount of time to really, like, you know what I'm saying? Smoke niggas. So I really think he wasn't gonna shoot. He was trying to scare niggas, and he got it. I was scared. He got it. You know what I'm saying? But. It's gonna be hard to shoot and go on like 110. That's You know what I'm saying? But, and then again, you put out the burden when we was outside standing there. We got in the car, pulled off. Mm -hmm. You still ain't shoot. Then we on the highway. There was no shots bust at all. Mm -hmm. I'm 25 years old now. I don't think he was gonna shoot. If he was going, if he was gonna shoot, he was gonna now shoot. that you realize, but this. I'm not taking that chance. Though. Yeah, no, I feel it. So we just want to thank you guys for tuning in. You know, to our first episode. Hopefully, you like what you heard. Um, if you're viewing us right now, please, you know, subscribe, like, and leave comments in the boxes below. And if you're listening, you know, tune in for our next episode of Cut to the Chase. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm.